0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? It's Friday! Did you see the rally last (laughs) night? The Trump rally last night in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It was was Trump at his finest, folks. I mean, I think it was the best rally speech you ever get. I'm going to start with that today. I got a couple quick video clips. I want to point out a contrast in styles. Joe was kind of hitting at it. We were talking before the show, how Trump can get away with talking like a normal guy because he is and how other candidates are just so phony all the time. And then I want to get to uh, some, let's just say I have this titled questions for you all. Ding, Big ding. phony <laughs> Ding. <laughs> About the whistleblower. The whistleblower. Gate scandal. I think if you've been following all week, you are going to find these questions illuminating. Wow. Well, so let's get right to it. Today's show brought go. to you by buddies at. All right. I'm not showing you hey. my biceps. That's my Vincero watch. Vincero. Hey. V I N C E R O. Beauty. I love Vincero watches. You may have seen me and Paula. Wearing them around town at book signings, uh, all over and appearances. I love these watches. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not kidding. They are beautiful. There's me with a dopey looking face and the Man, lovely Paula watches. with my Vincera watch door and my book signing. I like how you threw that in there, Paula. Nice yeah. plug for Exonerated, too. <laughs> yeah, good, uh, but that good. is those fine looking watches right there. The having their biggest sale of the year. The more you shop, the more you save. You could literally save hundreds. Not figuratively, literally. This only happens once a year. Everything on site is on sale, no exclusions. This is the altitude. You see that? Ah. My favorite Vincero watch. I wear it everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like a $5,000, $6,000 watch. You're not going to pay anywhere close to that for it. The weight to it. The, the, the craftsmanship that goes into these watches. Do not waste your money on overpriced watches that barely meet the quality of a Vincero watch. Even the all-new collection they just dropped is available on sale. Vincero dropped two new collections that aligned to men's wallets, too. All on sale. Products sell out. Do not wait to buy. They do because they're that popular. When it comes to watches, it's the best bang for your buck you will ever have a chance to get. I'm not wearing anything else. You'll never see watches of this caliber on sale. You can't pass up a deal this good. I get compliments on mine all the time. Vincero has hit the five-year milestone. Five. They have over 17,000 five-star reviews, so you know they're doing something right. If you ever want to check this brand out, there's never been a better time for you to save money. Shop now. Not only the watch is incredible, but the guy behind the brands, the guys behind the brands are just as cool. They put all their focus on the customer. And that's why Vincero has gotten where it is today. They offer free shipping worldwide for all our overseas listeners. No excuse not to check them out. They have collections for men and women. They offer engraving on select styles. Treat yourself. Go to VinceroWatches.com. VinceroWatches.com. That's VinceroWatches.com. Check it out. You will love these watches. They are absolutely beautiful. Check out promo code Bongino. Vincerawatches.com. All right, let's go, Joe. Hey. Okay, so last night, you know, Trump was, in my humble opinion, it was the best rally appearance he's ever done. That's what I've heard. He really nailed it. Trump last night he was on point he didn't stray too much and he did what Trump does best when he goes off prompter he sounded authentic I'm not suggesting it's soft it's suave it doesn't have an edge to it it does that bothers some people I understand that that's why we have elections Um, it doesn't bother me that's why I support the president I've grown up around that kind of uh, bravado my whole life being a Queens guy like Trump I've explained to you the Queens mentality before how kids from Queens like Trump and me we all have the same issue You're not the Manhattan kids with all the money and the status, and you're not the Brooklyn kids that are always perceived like they're tough because they're from Brooklyn. So everything is an effort to puff your chest, to be as tough as the Brooklyn kids and as prestigious as the Manhattan kids. Your car is always, how much that car costs? Oh, 30. It costs 10. What about those rims? How much do they cost? 5,000. They cost one. You know, everything's... (laughs) everything's tremendous, it's huge, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the Trump thing. That's a Queens thing. It's a Queens, New York. Everyone from Queens I know is like that. Everything is chest puffery. It's not meant to be a lie. It's just a thing. It's like Donnie Brasco would forget about it. It doesn't really mean forget about it. It just, it doesn't, they're not lying to you. They just do what they do. It's a bravado thing. So here's Trump last night in one of the, and I want to contrast this. I want to, the the, the purpose of this segment is not just to relitigate last night's uh, Minneapolis rally. But I want to show you the contrast in styles. How Trump, who's an authentic New York business guy who's been in the tussles with unions and you know city people trying to shake him down, everyone. This is how people like that talk. And I want to contrast it with another politician who I think is the phoniest one out there right now, who doesn't know what to do when caught in an uncomfortable situation. Play video one first. Trump last night at the rally. This is great. And your father was never considered smart. He was never considered a good senator. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. Daddy-O. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Daddy-O is right. I watched that last night. I was watching it with Paula. Um, we had a little T V, we have some T V issues, so we had to like replace our big T V with this little thing. It looked like we were watching on an iPad. And we're like, Did he just say that? Yeah. Did he just do- he said that, right? I'm just checking. This is Trump. That's just Twitter. and then, you know, of course the the Twitterati out there this is totally unpresidential. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, All right. I okay, I I'm tired. I'm rather not rather interested rather. anymore. what was presidential? Obama telling uh, Republicans that they were um in line and in bed with the hardliners from Iran? That was give me a break. Giving them a paid ransom, the Iranians. A hard pass on your version of what presidential is. But contrast Trump's natural, I mean, without a doubt, Braggadocious bravado, yeah. but natural. He doesn't seem on. Un- And what I'm getting at is if you watch that video or listen to the content on the audio podcast, he doesn't sound or look in any way uncomfortable doing it. I don't think it was pre-planned or anything like that. I really, this is just Trump being extemporaneous. Watch this extemporaneous. This is hilarious. Even Paula got a laugh out of this this morning. Usually she's so busy working. I get no commentary on the clips at all. She yells at you. She's like, is this real? I'm like, it's real. This is Kamala Harris at another one of these ridiculous CNN town hall (laughs) type things with Chris Cuomo. Uh, primetime host on CNN and watch these two how uncomfortable it becomes when Kamala Harris walks out <laughs> on stage and trying to pander to the social justice warrior crowd gives Chris Cuomo I'm not making this up her preferred pronouns listen to his reaction it's even more priceless than her ridiculous pandering attempt check this out Good to see you senator thank you for joining us how Appreciate it. how are you And my All pronouns right. are she, her, and hers. She, her, and hers. Mine too. All right. <laughs> All right. First. <free. laughs> what? You hear? Did you did you catch that? <sighs> so she walks out on stage and in a naked effort. Does anybody doubt Kamala Harris is referred to as she? Any? I'm not kidding. Does anybody in the audience? Does anyone ever mistakenly call Kamala Harris he? Anyone? The they? Has anyone done that? (laughs) I'm not. Joe, I'm reasonably confident that if you're on CNN in front of a nationally televised audience of six people, that none of those six people have ever called Kamala Harris use the pronoun he. Ever. I'm with you. So you're going to waste even 10 seconds of your debate time on a complete non-issue. Why did she do it then? She did it, of course, to pander to the pronoun social justice warrior crowd. My prefer- and then Cuomo, who, Joe, Cuomo's supposed to be the woke guy, right? You know, woke, yeah. the, the social yeah. justice warrior term yeah, for yeah. being socially conscious and aware. Yeah. You know, just like the NBA that's woke and won't speak out against Chinese tyranny. That same woke, mm-hmm. right? Chris Cuomo's like the NBA. is one of these fake woke guys like Don Lemon. Cuomo responds in the most, uh, listen, I don't care about the guy's attempted humor, but if you're woke, you're not supposed to make fun of that. What does Cuomo say? Kamala Harris says, my preferred pronouns are she, they, whatever she says. And what does he say? He goes, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I thought he was woke. That's a sin. That's a moral sin in the eyes of the social justice warrior snuggy crowd. That's not funny. You can't say that. He was totally caught off guard. Why? Yeah. Because Cuomo pretends to be woke. But according to the woke wokeness rules of wokeness, he wasn't woke. He was unwoke. The woke, woke crowd has rules of wokeness that the woke Chris Cuomo, who's really unwoke, broke the woke rules. Mm. That's not, Joe, it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> now you and I get a laugh out yes. of it because we already told you these are absolutely impossible rules for anybody. You're supposed to keep what? A black book, not with women's phone numbers, but a black book of everyone's preferred pronouns yeah. in your entire life? Everyone? And Kamala Harris, who no one has ever mistakenly said he about when she's a she, nobody, decides she's going to make an issue about it. You see the contrast in styles? And, and Kamala Harris, how both of them are uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah. Trump in his own domain with his own rules, using his own language, is very comfortable. You may not like it. That's fine. That's why we have elections. But watch him. Listen to him for audio and video people. It doesn't matter listening or watching. He is clearly absolutely comfortable in his own skin. Kamala Harris is like, she answers, She goes, oh, okay. She doesn't know what to say because now she's thinking, do I call out Cuomo for being unwoke while he's pretending to be woke so I can show I'm woker and the wokiest woker? But if I do that, I'll embarrass Cuomo. And he may ask hard questions because he's unwoke when he's supposed to be woke. So maybe I should just let the unwokeness go. She's like, oh, okay. And she's agree. She is totally uncomfortable because they both know this is hilarious and dopey. This is dumb. You can call me she. Uh, okay, I had no intentions of saying otherwise. And Chris is like, "Me too." And she's like, "Uh, uh, oh." Uh, uh, is this is the Wokers yes. the Wokers <laughs> watching? You see, she didn't know. You saw the clip. She doesn't know what to do. She's in a panic because she's totally (laughs) uncomfortable in in her own skin. (laughs) And Joe, so is Cuomo. Humor, as Joe and I know, can be, and not always, but humor sometimes is a way to deflect nervousness, anxiety, sometimes panic. I mean, I hate giving blood, for those of you who have spoken about it on the show. I just hate it. I hate Mm -hmm. it. You have no idea how much I hate it. Whenever I go in, I laugh. Uh-huh. the phlebotomist locally knows I laugh yeah because and it's not it's out of panic I hate it Chris is using humor or what he thinks is humor oh me too because he's uncomfortable and doesn't know what to say <laughs> pathetic total contrast in styles yeah now you may not like Trump that's okay I do but at least when you open up the package at Christmas, What you bought, you got. You bought it. You got it. When you open up the Kamala Harris package and you think you're getting a brand new computer, you're like, look, you're throwing the air popcorn everywhere. There's nothing. It's just air popcorn. That's it. You bought something fake. Now, one quick note on this as well. Speaking of contrasts and styles. You know, Joe, when you have conservative rallies and liberals, don't you dare say, oh, well, you know, you people on the right, you're violent, too. Look at Charlottesville. No, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Don't you dare. We, that, those aren't our people. Those are maniacal or uh, white supremacist people. Don't They have no place in conservative thought that respects the big R, God-given rights of everyone. That's our, our credo. Don't you dare. I'm talking about conservative rallies, not lunatics who kill people. When you go to conservative rallies, Tea Party rallies, I know. I've been to them. Joe's been to them. Mm -hmm. You have people there that leave the place cleaner than when they got there. Mm -hmm. I have never, personally, I'm not saying there's never been an act of violence ever at a rally ever involving conservatives. That would be ridiculous and unfounded. I'm telling you in my experience, I have never seen or heard about any act of widespread violence at a conservative rally. I haven't. Yet again, a contrast in styles. Everywhere you have rabid, foaming at the mouth, salivating anti trumpists anywhere, you will almost always see violence. Here's a clip last night. Hat tip, uh, The Blaze. Um, what was the same? He had a video last night. People getting mason. Joe picked up something interesting. Check this out. Yeah. Here we go, guys. Hey. Todd, Todd, Todd! I'm here, I'm here. Here we go. Straight. let him out. Straight. Right streets. now, live on Twitter. What's going on? The people are the police. <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> Now, I thought around 24, 25, I saw a guy backing up with some mace in his hand. Uh, could be. Joe, yeah. oh, you'll pick that out before. Yeah. So you can check that out. Uh, yeah. But that was a reporter at the Bre- Blaze last night. You can hear him at the end. He, he was either maced or pepper sprayed. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally like getting ready to vomit. Folks, you just don't see this. It's not by the cops, by the way. We're talking about by the protest. I mean, folks. Again, last night, fires, violence, oh, Fox News reporter witnessing p- things being thrown at police horses. This is the left. This is who they are. I mean, I I, I joke sometimes about that Dennis Green when he was a football coach for the Arizona Cardinals and they lost to the Bears. And yeah. The reporter asked him a question like, were they who you thought they were? And he's like, we are. They were who we thought they were. They were who, they, you know, they are who you think they are. The left is ultra-violent, and they use speech suppression and violence to intimidate you. That's who they are. The videos are everywhere. But again, you see none of that. None of that on the right. All right, folks. I want to rock and roll with this. This is going to be the most important part of the show. I'm sorry. I just want to cover the rally first, so I want to make sure we got that out of the way. It's important stuff that happened last night. But this is going to be one of the more important segments I've done in a while. And I want to frame it because I want to be careful. As questions for you all about the whistleblower. We can ask questions, right? We're allowed to do that? I mean, I know I'm on the list and all. You know, the list where people over in Ukraine working with the United States uh, and former Democratic Obama administration officials, we were on a monitoring list. I know about that. I know I'm on the list. So maybe we should start our own list and start looking at things ourselves in the list of questions, right? Fair mm. enough, right? Yeah. Don't go anywhere. All right. Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at My Patriot Supply. Hey, when emergencies strike, you see these stories of long lines of people at grocery stores. And what happens? They're barren. You can't find a slice of bread anywhere. That's a real problem, ladies and gentlemen. You insure everything in your lives that matter. Everything. Why would you not insure a basic food supply? It makes no sense. You insure your car. You insure your home, your health, your teeth. People even have eyeglass insurance. Well, what do you need? Eyeglasses or you need food. You're going to need food. Build yourself a food insurance plan. I have multiple times. I have a lot of cases of this stuff from our friends at My Patriot Supply. I trust My Patriot Supply. They're experts in emergency prep, and they have guaranteed two-day delivery. Disasters don't wait. They certainly don't make appointments. Why should you? Act now. Save $70 on a two-week emergency food kit when you go to my special website, preparewithdan.com. My Patriot Supply food kits will give you peace of mind because they last up to 25 years in storage. Includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners, 2,000 calories a day. Folks, ensure your food supply. It doesn't make sense not to. Order a few today and receive guaranteed two-day delivery discreetly to your door. Take action so you're ready for what's coming. Save $70. It's better to have and not need than to need and not have. Go to preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. Preparewithdan.com. It's important. Ensure your food supply. Get that peace of mind. You don't want your kids asking you where the food is one day. God forbid there's a disaster. Preparewithdan.com. Save yourself some money today. Okay. want to do this right. So again, let's discuss some questions. So as we heard about the Democrat version of this alleged whistleblower's complaint, the original version we heard was that someone got some information in the White House about a call Trump had with the Ukrainian President Zelensky. And that call was so disturbing because a promise was made and that uh, a promise or favor was asked and that favor was for information on Trump's political opponents and Trump had threatened to withhold military aid. Now, as I'll get to in a little bit with this Kim Strassel piece, none of that was actually true. So let's be clear on this because as Kim Strassel says in the piece, again, I'll get to that in a minute after this segment. Let's not lose the forest for the trees because this is how they got us roped in with the collusion hoax for two years, Joe. Right. The whole basis for the collusion hoax was the dossier that was false. Period. The rest of the stuff, my two books, they're great. I'm glad you like them. Thank you for putting us on the New York Times list, by the way, two weeks in a row with my new book. Appreciate that. But those are to give you the details in the background about how it happened, not what happened. A dossier was produced. It was a political document on Trump. The FBI used it to spy, and it was false. Period. Full stop. Ukraine gate. Whistleblower gate. Trump wanted political dirt and withheld military aid for Ukraine for it. False. Categorically false. But the details matter. So that's the what happened. Everybody needs to be clear on that. Yeah, Don't yeah. ever lose the forest for the trees. This is another hoax. No question about it. But the details matter. The details matter, one, because they're fascinating. And two, because they point to the deviousness of what's going on in this soft coup against the president of the United States. Yes, as Mark Levin would say, yes, I said it. Yes. This is a soft coup. Coup going on right now. They are hell bent on overturning the results of this election. So, questions regarding whistleblower gate. Adam Schiff, sleazeball, liar, who now is running the Intel Committee over on Capitol Hill, Democrat congressman, of course. Ugh. Schiff, we now know was contacted by the whistleblower's people or the whistleblower themselves before they went through the appropriate procedures and actually contacted the inspector general, which they're obligated to do first. We know that. That's a fact. I know liberals have a tough time with that kind of stuff. We also know Schiff lied about that contact and pretended that this whistleblower came uh, complaint just came out of nowhere. Let's look at this AP piece. Associated Press, back in February, February 7th, 2019, Mary Claire Jelanek. This will be in the show notes, and I strongly encourage you to read it at Bongino.com. Schiff hires ex-National Security Council staff for panel. Wait, what? What? So National Security Council staff, who are White House executive branch for the liberals here, um, that's a separate branch of government. The legislative branch, the Congress, the Senate. You know, there are three. (laughs) What are executive branch employees, supposedly working on the National Security Council, there to provide national security information to assist the President of the United States in making national security decisions? What are they doing going over to work for Adam Schiff on the Intel Committee back in February? From the piece. Remember the names. Quote, Trump tweeted Thursday, this is from the February piece, that Schiff and the Democrats were growing, quote, nuts with investigations. Remember, Trump knows this all. And wrote, without elaborating, that they were even stealing people from the White House. It goes on. It's unclear exactly who Trump was talking about, but the tweet comes as Schiff appears to have hired at least one staff member who served on the National Security Council under Trump. The staff member, Abigail Grace, is listed in a House directory as working for Schiff on the intelligence panel. A person familiar with the committee's staff confirms that she's working for the panel and used to work for the NSC. Hmm. <sighs> Trying to remember. Let's keep those names in mind, folks. Right. Okay. Okay. Why exactly would someone do that? I mean, are we allowed to ask? I mean, Abigail Grace worked on the National Security Council. Was there any contact? Are we not allowed to ask these questions? So the, let me just to be clear. The Democrats are allowed to impugn the president's integrity by calling him a traitor. Trying to impeach him and remove him from office after you voted him in. Calling him a traitor to this country. Accusing him of treason, bribery, high crimes and misdemeanors. Correct. That's what's happening. Correct. I'm not missing. That's correct. That's what impeachment is. Yes, that's what's happening. Yeah, that's But we're not allowed to ask basic questions that like why a leak about a phone call between the president of the United States and the president of Ukraine that was lied about, about this false quid pro quo that never happened. The leak unquestionably came out of our national security infrastructure at the White House. What is one of them doing working for Schiff while Schiff lied about making contact with someone from the National Security Council? Are we allowed to ask this? Are these fair questions? The answer is you're damn right they're fair questions. The call and the readout of the call does not reflect the information Schiff's teams got in the form of the whistleblower complaint. It was inaccurate. And now they're trying to impeach the president over it. I want to know why National Security Council staffers left and went to go work for Adam Schiff on the other side of the aisle. Did they have any role in this? Abby? Oh, the National Security Council. Yeah, Joe, that's right. The Trump National Security Council. There have been problems on that for a long time. Mm. You want to talk about a bunch of people who uh, really dislike the president. Oh, Dan, where are you getting that from? Oh, it's not me. It's Politico. Nahal Tusi, Politico Magazine, March 1st, 2019. Conveniently right after February. In other words, right after the lady leaves the National Security Council to go work for Shiv. Politico headline, inside the chaotic early days of Trump's foreign policy. Sub-headline, former top national security officials detail a climate of fear, incompetence, and hostility to facts in a White House that wasn't ready to run the world. (sighs) Wow. So now to be clear, Abigail Grace leaves the national security. I'm just reporting the news, folks, according to AP. Leaves a Republican White House. It's a holdover From the old administration, goes to work for the Intel committee guy who's lied about Trump and the collusion hoax from day one. We now, just a couple weeks later, have a leak to Politico from other National Security Council people who apparently are so offended at Trump's new view of foreign policy that they feel the need to tell Politico magazine how bad it is. Leakers, they're whistleblowers, Joe. They're they're not leakers, they're whistleblowers. Oh, it's okay then. Yeah, okay. So it's perfectly okay. Good call. Perfectly okay. It's all right. They're only dealing with the most classified information the president's Uh, basing his national security life or death decisions on. But let's run to Politico magazine. That's a good idea. Let's go work for Adam Schiff. Known liar. Now, there's an interesting little snippet in the piece here about a national security official's name keeps creeping up. It's just crazy how this happens. So I want to read this portion from Politico. Quote, Trump political appointees were believed to frequently talk to journalists who work for conservative media outlets. Hold, hold, hold. Remember, the virtue is always the sin. Yeah. So now the insider leakers who are leaking to Politico are doing what, Joe? Accusing the Trump people of doing the same? Total deflection. The virtue is the sin. Hat tip Tucker Carlson. For months, those outlets published names of career civil servants and foreign service officers in the National Security Council and other government agencies whose loyalties they deemed suspect. Career staffers, and this is is where they paint them as these patriots, not the leakers they were, right? Talking about the Obama holdovers. Career staffers who had joined the U.S. government many years, sometimes decades earlier, were suddenly cast as Obama loyalists. They were determined to derail Trump's agenda as part of a deep state. They were doing that. (laughs) The people targeted included a State Department civil servant of Iranian descent, who joined the government under George W. Bush? A highly respected. And this is, by the way, is political. This is totally opinion. How do they know he was highly respected? A highly respected foreign service officer who dealt with Israeli issues, and an NSC staffer. There's that NSC staffer guy again. NSC staffer who dealt with European and Russian issues. European and Russian you mean Ukraine and Russia. You mean that stuff? The latter, Eric Sierra Morella reportedly left the National Security Council after receiving death threats. Wow, that sounds exactly like the Halper thing. You can't expose Stefan Halper for spying on the Trump team, Joe. He was getting death threats. You huh. notice how, by the way, and Paula can vouch for me, we get things here all the time. Yeah. We'll call them threats. Not looking for anybody's sympathy. It's part of having a public profile. You want to insert yourself into the national argument, ladies and gentlemen. There is no, no, no excuse for ever sending anyone, harassing, threat, none. There's no reason for it. It's immoral. It's unethical. And it may be a crime. But having said that, did you notice how when we get the death threats on the conservative side, oh, uh, you guys are whining snowflakes. And yet on the other side, they allege these death threats may be there against Halperas as a way to dissuade you from talking about people who've inserted themselves into the public conversation. There's no excuse for it. Zero. None. But, ladies and gentlemen, that doesn't mean we're not allowed to ask questions because lunatics out there do stupid things. We get it all the time. We think, hey, lefties, don't criticize me. I got a death threat in the mail last week. It happens. It's not your fault. It's not. I don't like what you do, but it's not you didn't send it. It's the lunatic. I keep getting them from this crazy guy, too. On email, who I'm working on differently. That's a separate story. You see the mojo. Joe? Yeah. So this guy, Chia Morella, leaves the National Security Council, says he's getting death threats because some people suspected he was a leaker. That National Security Council, that just keeps creeping up in this thing. That mm. Chia Morella left, was he upset about something? Was he talking to somebody? Clearly, they know about these death threats. It's good. I hope he reported them to police. Mm. The person should be locked up. Who sent them? What's he up to? Are we allowed to ask that? Clearly, these leaks are coming from the National Security Council with people who left very upset. Someone to go work for Schiff. Let's ask some more questions about what Chia Morello uh, was up to. So there was a meeting at the White House. It was a dinner, actually, to be precise. Precision does matter. October 18th of 2016, right as crossfire hurricane. The investigation into Trump was heating up. Remember, the investigation started by this guy, Joseph Mifsud, who allegedly told Papadopoulos about Russian dirt on Hillary. So we know Mifsud disappears, and we know Mifsud is probably in Italy right now, and we know there's been a recent interest in the Italians by the Department of Justice and what their role may have been in the use of intelligence to spy on the Trump team tracking. Mm-hmm. So right around the time this yeah. is heating up in October of 2016, there's a dinner at the white house with the Italian prime minister, uh, Renzi. So check out this, uh, check out this, this, by the way, I have to hat tip this guy. Hold on one sec. Cause I don't want to do, don't don't that. Do, I just want to make sure because not hat tipping is totally completely inappropriate. As Joe knows. And uh, OK, this hat tip on Twitter, uh, Giulio ocinero Just want to be sure I got that right. And it's linked to the FOIA so you can actually see it yourself in the government documents. So this dinner is at the White House, Joe. I Don't lose me. I didn't Okey forget doke. where I was. Okay, doke. Put up photo one, Paula, if you wouldn't mind, of the attendees with the Italian prime minister's crossfire hurricanes heating up. And there's a big Italian connection yeah. to the intel used to spy on Trump. Oh look who's there! Oh, oh, James Clapper, yeah, the DNI, Obama's director of national intelligence, a key figure in the whole Spygate disaster. But Joe, look a couple lines up. It's Eric. Who's at that dinner too? It's, it, it's Eric. and there James he is. Comey, no, look no, 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 no. Go back to the other one. Go back to the other one. Who? Two lines up on the other one. We see. There Eric, we go. Eric, baby. There he is. But this is it. So Eric Chiamarella is at this thing. National Security Council. What's he doing there? Interesting. Um, But who is he there with? Let's look over a column to the left. It says Mr. Eric Chiamarella, Director Baltic Eastern European Affairs. Wow. (gasps) National Security Council. He's working and he's there on behalf of W.H.E.O.V.P. Gosh, what could that be? W.H.E.O.V.P. Uh, executive office, vice platitudes. No, White House executive office of the vice president. No. Wow. What? Crazy, Joe. What? Crazy how this happens. Zany. Crazy. be. Wait, so he's there on behalf of Joe Biden while working at the National Security Council monitoring Ukraine while Biden's son is knee deep in a Ukraine scandal they're trying to get the prosecutor fired for looking into. That uh, that Ukraine? Didn't Byron York write a piece about this uh, yesterday? Paula, do we have that? I'm pretty sure we have that. I'm sorry I jumped around a lot. Hmm. Um, I think we do. I've gone a little bit out of order here, but which is probably driving Paula crazy. Oh, no, no, no. It's not Byron York. I'm sorry. Washington Examiner, Rob Crilly, Steve Nelson, David Drucker. Joe Biden worked with whistleblower when he was vice president, officials reveal. I'm sorry, Paul, we, I know you're going to come Can we jump back to that again? First photo one and then put up photo two after that. So here we go. Right, photo one. We got this guy, Soccer. Yeah. He's working with Joe Biden. He's at this dinner with the Italians. There's crossfire hurricanes heating up. And Mifsud is a, allegedly goes off to Italy there's this interest in the Italians and their role in Spygate. And then we have number two. Who else is at this dinner, too? Uh, Jim Comey. Jimbo. Wow. Jimbo, there he is. James Comey, oh. Director, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Joe, is this making sense? Yeah, man. I smell something burning. I dinner's burning or something. It's not my George Foreman grill, I can promise you. Dude. Paul, is this making sense? Yes. Oh, I got a little more. Don't you worry. So again, are we, are we allowed to ask que- questions? Is that, o- is that okay? Is that that okay now? We have people leaving the National Security Council, leaking to the press how awful it is under Trump, going to work for Schiff, one of them alleging he got death threats after he left. We have the same guy working for the vice president dealing with Ukraine matters while the vice president's heavily involved in Ukrainian corruption involving his kid and an investigator the vice president wanted fired. And then we have them at the White House, all together with Comey and Clapper, at a meeting, at a dinner for the Italian Prime Minister, while the Italians have some kind of a role. It appears in the whole Mifsud Spygate thing. Are we? Is, is that okay? Are we allowed to? Is that? Is that okay? Am I on the list now? Am I on another list now? Am I not on the, <laughs> the Yovanovitch list? Is there another list? We will be. What other yeah. lists am I on? <laughs> yeah. By the way, thank you to everyone who's called me, the sources. I deeply appreciate it, but I know I'm on the list. I appreciate yeah. it. Watched yesterday's show, you get the whole story. But they were monitoring, apparently, my stuff. I thought it was a conspiracy theory. Why monitor me? Now, having said that, I don't want to lose what I've been talking about earlier in the week. Because whereas the Democrats can roll stuff out too, folks, in other words, pre-planned hits, they pretend they're extemporaneous and they roll it out over a course of a couple of days to saturate the media with anti-Trump stories. I would think, Joe and I, you are you and I are pretty good at rollouts, too, right, yeah, Joe? Yeah, we're rolling pretty well, sir. Yeah. Earlier in the week, I talked about Bill Taylor. Yeah. Who was the charge to Ukraine, the number two. You have the ambassador and the charge to affairs. Taylor had a relationship with Yovanovitch, who apparently I'm on their on their list over there. Taylor was probably very upset when Yovanovitch was recalled for allegedly involving herself in a bunch of investigations she should have stayed out of and badmouthing the president overseas. She was recalled. In other words, get back here now. You're not the Ukrainian ambassador anymore. So Taylor takes over. Not his ambassador, he stays in charge, but he's in charge. I want to just point to again something I discussed earlier in the week because I now feel relatively confident we can isolate who the whistleblower is to a couple of different people. But remember, the whistleblower, whistleblower one, still did not see the transcript of the call and said they heard it from a White House official. Who was that White House official? I want to show you Taylor's text, had to. 279. 279er. Put this together for me. So Bill Taylor, the charge in Ukraine, is texting Gordon Sunlin, our ambassador to the EU, who has said specifically to Taylor, there was no quid pro quo. Here's just Taylor's text. I'm going to read a couple, and I want you to pay attention to the language because this is important because I'm going to put a Fox News headline up next and I want you about the whistleblower. Remember, Taylor's not the whistleblower. The question is, is Taylor involved in this scheme, giving information to them? Taylor texting Sondland. The nightmare is that they give the interview and don't get the security assistance. The Russians love it, and I quit. Taylor, the message to the Ukrainians and Russians we send with the decision of security assistance is key. With the hold, we have already shaken their faith in us. Thus, my nightmare scenario. This guy has a lot of nightmares, Joe. (laughs) He's frightened. Isn't he? Yeah. Secure. Taylor, as I said on the phone, wow, seems, sounds like he's memorializing something in a text, doesn't it? I bet she, he screenshotted it. does. As I said on the phone, I think it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with the political campaign. So Taylor's not the whistleblower, but where did the whistleblower get his information? Let's put up this Fox News headline. Remember, Taylor's frightened, Joe. It's nightmarish. Everything's crazy. Headline Catherine Herridge, Bradford Betts, Fox News. Whistleblower wrote memo after learning of Ukraine call, saying White House official called it crazy, frightening. <laughs> Thunder and lightning, yeah. <laughs> Thunder? Light- I mean, that's, that's a song, right? I, I I think, believe, sometimes I get my wife's car. I don't listen to music in my car ever for any reason, (laughs) but Paula does. So sometimes I'll get in and drive her car and come on and the radio turns on. I heard that song a couple times. It's either that or Camilla Cabello. It's on every time, right, Paula? Every single time this local radio station plays the same song. That's kind of crazy and frightening. How crazy and frightening keeps appearing in Taylor's text and nightmare scenarios and national security talk and almost the exact same language. What was Taylor's role in Again, are we allowed to ask? Well, we're not allowed to ask. So let me get this straight. You're going to impeach the president on false charges of treason, bribery, high crimes, and misdemeanor that have been absolutely debunked, as I'm going to get to now with Kim Strassel's piece. They've been entirely discredited. You're allowed to ask questions on a false premise. But when we have questions based on facts, we're not allowed to ask? Taylor's language appears in the whistleblower complaint. Taylor's concerns appear in the whistleblower complaint. Taylor worked for Yovanovitch. Yovanovitch was recalled and clearly hated Trump. The National Security Council, where the leak emanated from, which shared Taylor's language, had people leave who were disgruntled, one of which worked for Schiff, who lied about his contacts with the whistleblower on the National Security Council. Another one who clearly has some involvement with Politico, or Politico's involved in the story, and names him as leaving because of death threats, the same allegation they make to dissuade anyone from talking about Stephen Halper. Where are you going, brother? Where are you going? Where are you headed with this? (sighs) Folks, this National Security Council is a sieve. And all I'm going to leave you with this on this one, if these questions, Mm -hmm. is remember those names. Mm. You are not wasting your time here. Again, hat tip to my uh, audience archivist, (laughs) Judy, who sent me episode 501. We're now on episode 1086. Yeah episode 501 she suggests that those of you who are regular listeners if you want to go look it up in 501 a long time ago 500 episodes ago we discuss some of the stuff that's coming out right now if you're interested wow okay our last sponsor and i want to get to some other please don't go anywhere i've got some just fantabulous stories for you that are still in the in the oven bacon Nice moist chocolate chip cookies. I'm getting hungry. Genucell. Genucell. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Genucell. We love this product. Genucell. This is great stuff. Genucell. Check it out. I can't get over how much and how quickly Genucell's helped me. The jawline creams are in my jaw and neck. The neck. You need to have the neck looking good. This is the jawline treatment right here. Check it out. The jawline creases in my neck and jaw. Two separate body parts for the first time in a decade. My bags and puffiness are gone. It really is the skin's fountain of youth. Thank you, Jen, yourself, for making me look and feel young again. Who was that? Could have been anyone in this house because we love it. That's Juliana from Austin, Texas, raving about her amazing transformation thanks to Jen, yourself. Now it's your turn to see results. Guaranteed best of all, risk-free. Chamonix clearing out their inventory before the holiday season. What a great time to pick up, Jen, yourself. Order GenuCell's jawline treatment with MDL technology. There it is, packed with natural peptides to target that annoying turkey neck. And get the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness absolutely free. I knew that was coming. Yes, free. No turkey necks here. And for results in 12 hours, the GenuCell immediate effects is also free. This once a year offer is backed by their 60-day 100% money-back guarantee. Go to GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Enter Dan30. That's important to check out. Order now for surprise luxury gift with your order. Go to com. Enter Dan30 at checkout. Again, that's dot GenuCell.com. Enter Dan30. You're going to love it. All right. Good job with the turkey, Joe. Gobble <laughs> it up. All right. As I said, I just gave you some fine details about the backstory and facts that are worthy of questions as to who the identity of the whistleblower was yeah I gave you some clues yeah we're rolling out stuff too so they want to roll out we can roll out but I want you to keep in mind this because Kim Strassel had an excellent op-ed in The Wall Street Journal this morning that ladies and gentlemen the entire basis for their case is hot garbage the case is false. Again, like the collusion hoax based on a false document, this is based on a false readout of a transcript that we all see. Strassel's piece, check this out. Basically suggesting this allegation is no merit at all and we need to keep that in mind, not get lost in the weeds. The weeds are important for the details and the backstory and preventing it from happening again. But don't forget this. Kim Strassel, Ukraine smoke and mirrors. There's no substance behind the accusation Democrats claim is impeachable. Kim Strassel. None. She says in the piece. Folks, it shouldn't be surprising given how many facts the complaint, talk about the whistleblower complaint, mangled about the call. It alleged, for instance, that Mr. Trump asked Ukraine to locate and turn over your servers. That didn't happen. It claims Mr. Trump, quote, praised the prosecutor named Litsenko and suggested that the Ukrainian president, quote, keep him in his position. That didn't happen either. There's more. And when the whistleblower can't get the facts of the call right, it's no surprise he got his conclusions wrong, too. There is simply no evidence of what House Democrats have made the central claim of this impeachment inquiry. That Mr. Trump engaged in a quid pro quo by withholding aid to Ukraine unless it opened an investigation into Biden. There's no evidence. This is all false. Again, I'm giving you the details because as a former federal investigator, I enjoy investigations and deep dives and exposing to you the machinations behind the scenes about how this coup to take out Donald Trump has been ongoing for three years. The details are important to prevent it from happening again. But don't ever forget the fact collusion was a hoax. And this whole thing is a hoax, too. That's why every time I appear on Fox in a debate with a leftist, I I don't get lost in the details. The hits are two and three minutes long. I just keep saying we have the transcript. You're just making this up, like I said to Han the other night. Now, you doubt this was a rollout and a preplanned hit? I just want to reintroduce you to a piece Molly Hemingway wrote a little while ago after the midterms. It'll be in the show notes today as well. This was from November 7, 2018, right after the election when the Democrats took back the House. Talking about Nadler. Headline, incoming Democrat chairman, Jerry Nadler. Dems will go all in on Russia and impeach Kavanaugh for perjury. Folks, if you read the old piece by Hemingway, you will understand that, again, the collusion hoax, the Ukraine gate hoax, Strassel's pointing out, they're all hoaxes, all of these. You will understand that these hoaxes were pre-planned hits. Molly Hemingway, for those of you unfamiliar with the backstory, was on an Amtrak after the election with that. Sleazeball, Jerry Nadler, another one, who decided it would be a good idea to get on his cell phone and yell out to the entire car in Amtrak his strategy for going after Trump for impeachment, despite the fact that none of this stuff, he was just making it up. So Russia collapsed after the Mueller report. So what they do? They moved on to Kavanaugh. Remember, mm-hmm. they had the media rollout with the Kavanaugh stuff again? And then when that collapsed, what happened? They had to go use insiders at the NSC and elsewhere to make up another fabricated charge about a transcript to Ukraine. Folks, I'm only bringing this up because I want to caution you. This is never going to stop. Dan Henninger had a piece in the Wall Street Journal yesterday about basically this being Trump's World War III. You may not appreciate the analogy. I'm just passing it on. How this will never stop. Ukraine Gate's been debunked when it's when it's debunked in the public eye because the information gets out there they will move on to another one these people ladies and gentlemen are at war with you they are desperate to overturn an election where you voted and elected Donald Trump they can't have it folks they can't have it they are tyrants nothing more okay moving on Showing you again, trying to kind of interdisperse stories here so we can weave a storyline. How it's awfully fascinating that the Washington Examiner is reporting that Biden had connections now to the whistleblower. I think we've provided some substantial clues here. But what's also interesting about this is now Biden's starting to freak out, folks. You know how Biden Joe is always like, oh, me and Barack, me and Barack, Barack's my oh, buddy. Yeah. It's funny because Barack ain't acting like your buddy. Yeah. I haven't heard a statement from Barack Obama at all coming out in defense of you. Have you? Did you miss it, Joe? You're, the, you're a producer I here. I not heard anything. Paula, did you catch it? No one saw it. I haven't seen Obama defending Joe Biden. Well, now the Biden people are starting to freak out. Check out this PJ Media piece. This is interesting. Biden's spokesperson. Hunter was cleared by the Obama White House to serve on the Burisma Board. Matt Margolis, October 10, 2019. Oh, here we go, Joe. How about that? Here we go now. Now Biden's throwing Obama under the bus. Folks, they're in a panic. They're in a complete, total meltdown. They're panicking. Now Biden's throwing Obama under the bus too to try to rope into, I'll bet you, Biden's team behind the scenes like, Barack, you better come out and support, we're going to throw you under the bus too. No, that wouldn't happen in politics, would it? Biden's freaking out. Now we find out the whistleblower had connections to Biden too? Executive office of vice president? Isn't that spectacular? Spectacular absolutely spectacular, fascinating developments. Let me point out one more thing. Excellent piece by Karl Rove yesterday in the Wall Street Journal, how this really isn't an impeachment at all. So again, it's based on the second false trump. We had the collusion hoax, and now we have Ukraine gate, that hoax, as Strassel said. But Carl Rove, the right way to impeach a president. Richard Nixon's inquisitor to do that a strictly partisan inquiry would fail. He points out three critical things I want you to point out to your leftist friends too that indicate this is not an impeachment at all not only based on a hoax the impeachment is a hoax too check this out three quick things here first in the past precedent for impeachment the full house voted to authorize the inquiry have we had a vote yet joe no No. second the committee that impeached prior presidents and nixon had a unified staff of democrats and republicans managed by john door not a majority staff or uh, not a majority staff and a minority staff you think unity would matter in an impeachment We're trying to move remove a president? I would think so. Yeah. Third, Nixon's lawyer was president at all times. The president's counsel could suggest and cross-examine witnesses. Now, Chris Hahn said the other night, I didn't get a chance to respond. When we were debating, we had to go. He said, well, this is like the indictment. Por- it's not an indictment. It is not a criminal trial. It's an impeachment. Stop saying that. If they wanted the president to be indicted in a criminal trial... They would allow for a criminal trial of the president. They wouldn't set up a separate process called impeachment. Impeachment, indictment. Impeachment, indictment. In an indictment, in a grand jury, yes, the defense is not allowed in there. This is not an indictment. It is a completely separate process. Stop making it up. So again, take a vote. Have they taken a vote? No. Nope. Is there a unified staff of Democrats and Republicans? No. Nope. Is there Trump's lawyer president? No. Nope. This isn't an impeachment. This is a hoax. So not only is Ukraine gate a hoax, the impeachment is a hoax too. And Trump should not cooperate. All right, last story of the day. Again, not just Biden panicking about Ukraine. Look who else is panicking too. Oh, isn't this special? Oh. Chuck Ross strikes again at the Daily Caller. Andrew McCabe, former deputy director of the FBI and acting director, opens up about the Steele dossier and origins of the Trump-Russia probe. He did. <laughs> He's been suspiciously lacking in details about why he fell hook, line, and sinker for the Steele dossier and the Russia hoax. Joe, why would he be speaking out now? Hmm. Maybe because the IG report's going to come out relatively soon. Which is going to absolutely shred Andy McCabe and Jim Comey's credibility. Folks, just like Kim Strassel wants us to keep the forest for the trees here in our in our in our visual in our visual visual field. Remember, with the collusion hoax, the whole thing is based on a dossier that McCabe and Comey got taken by. Willingly. Now, you may say, well, what evidence do you have of that? Well, as I've said on the show, I have strong evidence from sources that one of Steele's sources he based the dossier on was interviewed in January of 2017 and was deemed to be a fraud. Comey knew. I even know the name of the person involved in the interview. Comey knew, yet swore the dossier was true. Yeah, it's true, guys. Run with it. Now we have from this Daily Caller piece, a nuclear, a tactical nuke on the battlefield. Look at this. So it turns out now that McCabe knew Steele didn't trust his information either. Wait, am I missing this? Look at this. Steele told the FBI that he could not back up his own information. Look at this. Christopher Steele, quote, disclosed to investigators the FBI that his dossier should not be taken as gospel and that he could not vouch for the accuracy, accuracy of some of the material in the infamous document. Oh, boy. So now we have a transcript in Ukraine gate. That completely debunks Ukraine Gate and the alleged promise hoax, the Trump hoax promise. Now we have McCabe and them swearing via the Woods procedure in front of a FISA judge and signing off on documents that the dossier was authentic. When they interviewed the source of the dossier, determined he was a fraud, and the actual writer of the dossier, Steele, told him it wasn't gospel and he couldn't vouch for it. Oh, this IG report is going to be a peach. We need like Val Kilmer in the Doc Holiday role to come in to the, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, just walk into Capitol Hill, kick the door open and say, I'm your huckleberry. Oh, uh, I, I heard it's I'm your <laughs> huckleberry. I, 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 there's like a controversy about that. I'm, like, I'm your huckleberry. That's what we need. Boy, that scene at the OK Corral in Tombstone, I'm one of my favorite movies, I know. It's just, I love that movie. I, I liked it too, yeah. Where he says, I got you now, Holiday." Well, Daisy, if you do. That's what we need Val Kilmer to do. Kick in a door. Well, Daisy, if you do. Folks, it's a soft coup. Hoax after hoax after hoax. And now that Ukraine gate is collapsing, Biden's panicking. The ICIG and the IC of the uh, DOJ are going to come out and completely decimate the dossier hoax too. Wait for hoax number 6,722 to come up next. All right, folks, thanks again for a great week. Uh, Thanks for pushing my book, Exonerated, again, back on the New York Times list again. It must kill them to have to put that on there. Two weeks in a row. It's called Exonerated. Pick it up if you haven't checked it out yet. There's that speech about Mueller by Rosenstein. I think you're really going to like it in there. Check that out. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. We've been putting a lot of work into the video show and uh next week we'll have a couple of changes. So uh look forward to that. We're gonna rebuild new studio here. So I hope you'll like it. We're hoping to get it done by Monday. So fingers crossed. Don't miss my we'll have a show for you regardless. Yeah. May have to jerry rig it a little bit <laughs> So we'll see. <laughs> fingers crossed. See you all on Monday. Take care. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bon Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.